Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska moms, Jennifer. Hello. Juliana. Hello. And Lori, that's me. So it's upon us the holiday season and all that it entails, the shopping, the traffic, the crowds, the craziness, um, but also the magic and excitement and joy and traditions. But our favorite part is always the gathering. So, of course, the food and drink, because we wouldn't be the Mask Moms without the food and drink. So whether you are planning a big holiday party or cozying up by the fire, we'd like to get into the holiday spirit with a festive drink. So we are going to cover all drinks this episode, which this might be one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> so this year for inspiration, we turn to Disney for some of their holiday libations found throughout the resorts that we can try to recreate at home. And with that, for the first time ever, I think, we won't say, but first the mask a cocktail because today it's all mask a cocktail. So let's jump right in. All right, here we go. So <laughs> jump right into that punch bowl. Do you guys have any like uh, holiday traditions around particular drinks that you like to serve to your family? Or Laura, you have a huge holiday party every year. What do you serve? Anything? We do. I usually what, do. what don't you serve? Yeah. <laughs> right. As I'm staring at the stuff in my office here for the party. Um, but we usually, I usually do some type of mocktail, if you call it, um, with the big vodka bottle next to it so you can make your own. But um, I usually do a huge kind of winter one. So the one I did this year is just cranberry juice, ginger ale, and then you throw in like cranberries and orange slices. And that's pretty, that's pretty much it. But usually Trader Joe's usually has a really good pre-made one that you can buy in bottles. Um, they have like a holiday one. It's re it has spices in it though. My kids were not fans. Oh, are you talking about the wassail something yes. or other? Yeah. Is it good? It's, it's good. I will say it's good for an adult. Uh -huh. It's really juice. So I was thinking if I use that, I would add like some type of club soda or something bubbly into it. Yeah. Something to kind of tone it down a bit for the kids. It was a bit too spicy. Um, for my, for my family, we don't cook or do anything without eggnog and then add the liquor. Like real deal eggnog? Like the full on? We do, do like eggnog, but in the I don't make it. Yeah. I buy it in the containers. But then, of course, you know, the liquor goes in it. And then we put a little um, nutmeg on top. Oh, I love eggnog, but I can't do the full <laughs> eggnog. It's got to be the light stuff. Yes. Yeah. I guess I need stuff, to. I need to give eggnog another try, I guess. Yeah. I tried it once and I was like, oh, but I, you know me, I don't like the milk. But did you just try it without alcohol or did you add no, I tried it at a party. Oh, okay. And I was not, but I don't like, like, I don't like a white Russian. I just don't like. Right. Then it's just not going to be your jam. Yeah. I don't think it's my jam. Um, 
I always like to do like a punch bowl of something at the holidays and I've done what you do as well, but I think I just put the liquor right in and tell the kids they can't have any, but I, it's really smart to put the bottle next to it and let people spike it as well, they will. Yeah, I put it next because sometimes, you know, you have a few people that don't want the alcohol in. And of course, you know, I've, we do it like a, a neighborhood party. So I've always had somebody who's pregnant who comes. Mm. And then on top of it, like my husband pours a lot of vodka in where I'm not so much <laughs> strong on the vodka. Right. So right. Then you can determine what level you're at at that current moment. True. That's a good way to do it. That's true. true. Yeah. And if people, you know, have, have, don't have punch bowls. I love to put it in one of those. You can find them like everywhere. Those big like glass containers on That's stilts with have. a core spout. Love yep. those. Just yep. Don't forget to put a little dish or a bowl under the spout under. because the drunker people get, the more they forget to close that puppy up. <laughs> I was going to say, I love mess. doing that too because then you can add the orange slices and cranberries in it's and everything so else, but it doesn't end up in the drink that they're drinking. It just keeps soaking in right. the rest of it. So. I like to freeze the garnishes too because they kind of oh. help to act like ice. So like freeze the cranberries and the orange slices. And oh, then, that's smart. But the orange slices do their texture changes once you freeze them. Anywho, so that, but I am always out of ideas when it comes to a punch bowl. I'm tired of the one <laughs> that we just talked about. So I mm -hmm. kind of perked up when you mentioned the Trader Joe's punch, but I, um, I love some of these ideas from Disney. And like you said, whether you're making a batch for everybody or just one for yourself, right? Um, Here's some good ones. So the first one is called the Winter Wonderland. And you can find this in Morimoto, Asia at Disney Springs. And it is, um, these are like sort of classic cocktails. We'll start with these that sort of have a holiday twist. So this one is essentially, if, in looking at it, your peppermint martini, your yeah. candy cane martini. So, um, but I, I really prefer the name Winter Wonderland. So it's vodka, peppermint, schnapps, white chocolate liqueur, candy cane for garnish. Um, so you just put, make it in a shaker, you know, give yourself a, a sugar, a, a wet the rim of the glass, dunk it in crushed up candy canes, pour this in there. The problem with these is how easily they go down. Yeah. Yes. They're really good. They're really okay, good. This sounds delicious. And this does sound good. And ingredients you can easily find oh, yeah. everywhere. And I've also seen this recipe with vanilla vodka, too, if you want to give it a little extra sweetness. Oh, I do oh not. that would be good. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a bad experience at a Christmas party one year with a chocolate martini, and I've never been able to drink one since. So this looks like a nice... Festive. A nice, nice re-entry. A, a nice, nice festive re-entry re drink. Yeah. Yeah. I would say chocolate mart. I love chocolate martinis, love espresso martinis, but this one, this one sounds I, you know what? And I find it's always fun with the, you know, when they put candy and stuff on the rim of the martini glass, it just makes it a little bit more festive. And pretty. And pretty. These are delicious. And I I true confession was maybe five, four years, five years ago, we were, we had a girl's night in my old neighborhood and we were making these and um, it was, it turned into a rowdy evening. Like I said, they just go down too quick. They go down <laughs> way too quick. And yeah, but delicious, pace yourself. So we can move over to California. I think everybody probably knows what a poinsettia is, right? And yeah. I always thought, well, maybe not. I always thought it was just champagne and cranberry juice, right? But this one that you can find at Carthay Circle in um, California Adventure 
also adds orange flavored liqueur. So I would imagine mm -hmm. like a Cointreau or a, a, even a, a orange Curacao or Grand Marnier would all work. There is something special about cranberry and orange together. It yes. is. Yes. I was going to say, I, I like that. this one. So I like this. Um, again, that orange flavored liqueur is going to give it a sweetness that you don't get when you just do the cranberry and the um, champagne. This one calls for cuvee, so it's not champagne. I don't know what makes that different. What is cuvee? Let's Google it. Everybody, thanks for thanks for calling me out on my research there. I, I would still do the champagne, and I like this better than the. I mean, I don't love sweet, especially to drink unless it's hot, <laughs> like hot chocolate. Cuvee is a French wine. Is it bubbly? Is it sparkling? Um, winemakers use this term cuvee with several different meanings, more or less based on the concept of a tank of wine put to purpose. I oh, don't think I don't think it's sparkly. No, it is. It's sparkly. Is it? Uh, in Champagne and sometimes other regions, producing sparkling wines by the traditional method, cuvee also refers to the grape juice and gentle pressing of the grapes. Oh, yeah. No, in Champagne, the cuvee is the first 2,000 liters of grape juice. Oh, so this is the fancy stuff. Apparently. Like, Fancy champagne. Them. We're all learning something here today. Right. Um, Except I would just say to make your life easier, just get champagne. champagne. Yes, or sparkling right. wine. <laughs> if you go to if you go to Carthay Circle, you're gonna get this fancy schmancy stuff and you're gonna pay a lot for it. Just with that money, go buy yourself four bottles of <laughs> <laughs> whatever, yeah. and you're good to go. This would be a fun one for a New Year's Eve party, too. It would. Of the sparkling. Yeah. I like it would. everything in here. I like, you know, champagne substance, cranberry, and then an orange liqueur, and then an orange peel for a twist. I do, it. too. I like this one. This one yeah, might I like this. I might even add, like, a, as a garnish. I don't know how it would work, though. It would get stuck in people's teeth. This maybe a whole clove or two. That would be cute. I like orange oh, and clove cute. and cranberry. Mm. That would be cute. Um, also, though, a classic that many of us that has really got, gotten popular in this country of late is the Moscow Mule. But mm -hmm. here's a nice holiday twist also found in California at Holiday Duets Marketplace right there in California Adventure Park, the Pomegranate Mule. And I like this one because um, it's got pomegranate juice, which I don't often go ahead and drink. I don't know if you have you guys ever had pomegranate juice? Have you all tried yeah. it? How would you describe it's it? Way more tart than a cranberry tart. juice. Yeah. Like a little goes a long way. I could drink an entire glass of cranberry juice, but I can't drink an entire no. glass of pomegranate juice. Although it has great like medicinal healing qualities <laughs> as opposed to, to cranberry juice, but Oh, see, now we're talking healthy recipes. See? It <laughs> and, I, and I'm wondering, so pomegranate syrup must be that concentrated right. with sugar. That's my only right. thing reading this recipe. So, you it's know. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay, so so this we recipe, go, yeah, go over the recipe. Go ahead. You go ahead, Lori. Okay. Tell us. So you have vodka, then you have pomegranate juice, but then you have pomegranate syrup, ginger beer, and pomegranate seeds for garnish um, with a mint uh, sprig for the gar garnish. Oh, this but sounds delicious. I love it. Mint my in only here. concern is the pomegranate juice plus the pomegranate syrup. I'm it's a, a lot of work, and it's and it's going to get expensive because pomegranate juice is a 
fortune. And you usually can only find them in those teeny tiny containers. You're right. This one is for you when you're cozying up at a fire yes, at home. Yes, this is yeah. not, not to entertain for your, no. for your 50 person <laughs> holiday party. But if you wanted a mule, I bet you could do the same recipe with cranberry juice instead of pomegranate juice. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, then it absolutely. would be the same pretty uh, cocktail and you would get your mule. I was going to so, say, I love mules. I really I do, do too. I love them. They're super too. refreshing. They but are. I like warming up the summery lime feeling with some pomegranate. I really well, like that. I was going to say, like, to me, the mule, that's what we drink in Cape Cod. So it's like our summer drink. So, but I think it, I don't know. I think it works as your holiday drink. The you way ready that, for you my, like this. you ready for my crazy logic on mules? So I drink them. At the beginning of my nights and in my head, I do this because my thought is that the ginger beer is going to settle my stomach before I throw all the other loads of alcohol down into it. So the the mule is like my pre-drink, but it's in a healthy way because I'm getting ready for the other drinks. And, and with you, the pomegranate, you've got antioxidants and exactly. everything. Exactly. You're doing a good job for your body. Right. How's that working for you so far though? Is it is it healthy? Like I mean, I think you could be onto something. Right. I do. It is my go-to drink when I'm not feeling 100% yet I can't just order, you know, ginger ale. <laughs> I can't just order ginger ale. Put something in it. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> oh my! Oh my stars! So, uh, so these are all. So, like yeah. we said, this pomegranate mule might get a little expensive to supply to a party, and I think it's also hard sometimes with a party to do a warm drink. One because if you have a lot of people, people do get warm and don't want to drink warm. But if you're having maybe a smaller intimate gathering, you could do some of. Uh, these warm spirits that we found to warm up your soul. But, and if you are having a bigger party, you can put them. Do you guys have one of those coffee urns with the thing that presses on the top and it comes yes. out? Yes. Me too. You so would have seen it had you come to my house the day after the bar mitzvah, but we won't go there. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we but it would not there. have been filled with Christmas, warm Christmas beverages. Definitely not. <laughs> So I think we, did we talk about this one once, the black cherry bourbon hot chocolate? Yes. I think we talked about something similar available at Epcot right now yes. at Food and Wine or Festival of the Holidays, I mean. But yes, because I'm getting, that, I'm getting this one. This yeah. was, this is on my I list. I think the one that we were talking about at Epcot was a frozen version of this. There might be one, yeah. Frozen hot chocolate. Okay, everybody, I'm sorry. I'm talking about it, but I'm not telling you what it is. It's the black cherry bourbon hot chocolate you can find at Hollywood Studios, and it it's made with, you know, just regular old hot chocolate powder. Um, you can do water or milk. I don't know if you're team water or team milk. My kids are firmly in team milk when it comes to using hot chocolate packets. Um, a half an ounce of toasted marshmallow syrup. I don't know where one gets toasted marshmallow <laughs> syrup. Maybe it's one of those things that you can buy, like the ones they use in Starbucks coffees. I bet that's what it is. Um and then half, uh, one and a quarter ounces of black cherry bourbon. We talked about this last time with the drink. The thing that concerns me about any cherry liquor is that I feel like it might taste like Robitussin. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, 100%. And that is always my concern. But maybe so. added to the chocolate, you do get that chocolate cherry flavor. I think, I, I think this one sounds I'll really try nice. I'll try it. I'll let you know. 
I think I would take out the marshmallow syrup yes. and maybe add I was thinking the same spice thing. to it. You know what would be good? Now, granted, I do not celebrate. We're just going to completely so. change the change. <laughs> no, no, no. I No, I'm not going to change the recipe. I agree with taking out the marshmallow syrup and maybe I would replace it with just little tiny marshmallows for mm -hmm. garnish. But what I was saying, I don't celebrate Christmas, so I don't know. But I imagine you drinking these types of drinks in your pajamas, cozied up in front of the tree, watching your kids unwrap presents. <laughs> I drink mimosas. Oh, that would be good too. But I if it's cold out, the strongest coffee sure. one can find. <laughs> yes, I, for, I forgo the coffee, go straight to the mimosa. Mm, mm. Vitamin C. Yes, look at you taking care of you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she is. She's putting us to shame. I'm embarrassed for us. Okay, so I do have to say, so this drink is black cherry hot chocolate. So I love the concept of cherry and chocolates. Yeah. Um, I am actually doing because we're talking about alcohol here. I am, you take the, the cherries, the maraschino cherries, and I take out all the syrup from the jar and I fill it back up with vodka and I still have them soak. Vodka soaked maraschino cherries. And then I dip them in melted you're my chocolate. Most, you're my smartest friend. And then you, so you make your own chocolate cherry cordials, like those yep. things that you get at the store, but that have that really gross yep. thing in the middle. But they're fresh. And honestly, cherries soak up liquor so well. So you could probably do a bourbon version instead of vodka. Even the ones that have been sitting in that juice all that time still they soak, soak it, up. it up. And it turns into basically an entire shot worth. Okay, y'all, you just got a bonus mouska tip. Yeah. And, and actually, I was a gonna recipe. Do, I was going to do vodka this year. And now looking at this recipe, I'm like, maybe I do bourbon. bourbon I think you do bourbon. So I think maybe I do bourbon. And, and, then, then, find and then a tip store. on top of that is don't throw out the juice because, or the alcohol that you soak the cherries in, because now you've turned it into cherry vodka or cherry bourbon. Bourbon. And now you can use it into your cocktail. I hate marriage. My mind is and blown. I'm going to go out and buy some. See you today. Right. And just. You don't even have to you don't use the same container they're in. Just drain out all the syrup. So we can make this drink. And because we did not get plane tickets to Chicago to attend your party tomorrow, we can still all get on and toast the same drink together. The same drink. Oh, with, like we should. with the chocolate covered cherries. How long do you soak it? Just overnight? Overnight. And I what do you it. use for the chocolate? Do you buy like special melting chocolate or do you just double boil chocolate chips? Uh, no, I just buy usually but they've been out because of supplies they have like the plastic containers where you just throw it in the microwave really quick this time oh, i had to yeah. buy actual chocolate and i have to freaking melt it this time but do you just use like the kind of chocolate that you get for candy making yep. at like or yep. do you just use chocolate chips no Probably i either use, would be good. I used melting chocolate so regular melting chocolate for candy i'm too lazy to go get melting chocolate you could spice it up with chocolate chips or dark chocolate would probably be really good especially with the bourbon I think if you just use chocolate chips, you might need to add butter. You might. I'm going to look that up. You could try, but yeah, you could also, I've done it where you dip it while they're still not hard. The chocolate's not hard yet. You dip it into sprinkles and you make them pretty. Yeah. So, cute. so they're like green and red and. I love this. I love this. Okay. Right. So we just turned this drink. We, we scrapped the drink and now right. we're making <laughs> bourbon cherry cordials. Thank you, Disney, for the inspiration. Yes. This next drink, though, I think I think I really could get behind, right? So we talked about making bourbon cherry cordials. This is a bourbon warm drink, too. Um, 
So what is it? It's bourbon. And now I have to look up this. Uh, I'm going to call you liqueur 43. 43. I don't know what that is. Hang on, I'll keep mind. reading. You look that up. So it's Thank bourbon you. whiskey, liqueur 43, which Juliana is going to find out for us. Uh, creme de cacao, mezcal, coffee. Oh, and then the, whipped cream and chocolate syrup for garnish. This sounds delicious. And when you find out what liqueur 43 is, you might even think even more so. It's a really bright yellow Spanish liqueur, vanilla flavored. Um, but vanilla and chocolate and coffee. See, this and is this looks amazing. But to me, this is a recipe I would I couldn't make at home. This is too many. It's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot, of, lot of work. It's a lot of different ingredients. But this sounds absolutely delicious to buy. I have to repeat this. Bourbon, this vanilla liqueur, creme de cacao, mezcal. So it's going to have that smokiness to yes. it. Interesting. Coffee, of course. And whipped cream. I love any liquor drink that has coffee in it because it's- And you cook, this is, served, this is served hot and you cook this. You take all those ingredients and you simmer it on low heat for 15 minutes before you serve it warm. So isn't when you do it for 15 minutes, aren't you burning off some of the alcohol here? For sure. But not, but not all of it. All of it. This is a lot of alcohol. The first four ingredients are alcohol. Right. <laughs> if it reduces. <laughs> but I don't think we're going that long. This sounds delicious. I think right? we should change the recipes to a solid simmer for five minutes. I yeah. love just heat it up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just get heat it up and leave just put it. Put in the microwave for a sec. You know what? Just make the mug hot and it'll eventually heat up the drink. It's fine. <laughs> or heat and up then, the coffee and then just pour the then the pour the liquor in. There we go. And then it will just warm your soul. Right? Speaking your, of warm your soul. cold, dead soul. <laughs> I mean, so. my cold dead soul, not yours. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. So I, I really got into this next one when I was... Uh, overseas. It's glue wine. It's or hot spiced wine. And as you can imagine, it's available uh, in Germany at Epcot. And it's, um, it's all over the place in like all the holiday markets in France and Germany and all of those countries. Well, except, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, there are so many stands with this that you literally like finished one <laughs> and throw up out the cup and you can get another one as you're walking yep. down the street. Um, I love it. It's not too sweet. It's basically wine, sugar, and spices. And everybody has their own recipe of spices. Some are better than others. They are not all the same. You can buy them bottled from, from small vendors who make them for the season. I just absolutely love it. You just heat this puppy up and it's really good. I say I love glue wine. We, I went to uh, Germany with my husband and the only time I would go with him because I don't drink beer is during the Christmas season because I knew they'd serve glue wine. So I was happy. He was happy. And that's all I did is I, exactly what you said. I'd walk around, fill my cup, next station, fill my cup. And I would just, I, I love glue wine. 
I want to say that they have in the same way that in October, they have all these tours and trips to go for Oktoberfest. In Bavaria, you have these trips in December where all you do is you go to these Christmas markets and you go oh. for the for the glue wine, which I I've never glue. heard They're of until amazing. I just read this word. Really? Each, each, um, I have three containers of glue wine in my fridge. I don't where celebrate did you get Christmas. It? Trader Joe's? Uh, it's not anywhere. Oh, is there a big German population out by you or something? In Chicago. I mean, there's an everything population here. Yeah. Touché. Touché. We don't, I like, I think I might find it at Trader Joe's if they were featured. I was saying Trader Joe's for sure has it, but we, it's at every grocery store. But you can make it. And I, what, so what's not in this um, holiday kitchen in German, Germany and Epcot recipe is some kind of brandy or yeah. hard alcohol. This is just wine, sugar, and the spices. But typically there's something else thrown in there too. Yes. Um, and as far as the spices go, whatever your favorite holiday spices are, you could make it yourself. Just put some cinnamon sticks, some whole cloves. You can use an, an star anise, whatever you like. Put it in a little tea thing and soak that in there and just simmer it for a while. Or Every single store right now has um, like mulled wine. This is very similar. That's to not mulled different. Wine. It's because uh, I've heard of mulled wine and I've had mulled wine. It's it's very similar. I think it's probably the exact same thing, but there's something different about it when you're drinking this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. There's something different about the flavor. I was I would, say, we. So I think there is because we just went in Chicago. They have a um, Christmas market that we go to and at, they serve glue wine. But then we saw, I saw a sign for the mold wine and I was like, well, there's a difference. And I what never, did learn? I didn't, I gave up, man. It was very crowded. I gave up. Um, <laughs> but they also do a white wine glue wine. So this is typically the glue wine in Germany do, does one with the cab. So it's red. At the Christmas market, they were doing a white wine one, which I thought was awesome. It was a lot more sweeter, so they paired it with sweet, um, you know, lighter notes. But it was very. It's good. like a red, red versus white um, sangria. Yes, exactly. Interesting. It's essentially what it is: a sangria heated up with some spices. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Hmm. I learn something new every day. Blue wine's delicious. Go to the liquor store. You picked up the fig uh, vodka. You need to go back now and pick up glue wine. I think I had it backwards. I don't think there is an extra kick of alcohol in glue wine. I think it is just spice. Oh, no, no. I'm lying. No. There's extra. There's extra. Um, I'm, I'm just looking like, what is the difference between mold wine and glue wine? And it's basically what we said. Was there's just regional recipes that just vary a little bit. So in, in America... It's mold wine. In America. America. In America. <laughs> Unless you're in Germany and Epcot. I was going to say, I think in Canada it's glue wine. Because I've known about glue wine forever. All right. Love what, glue wine. what do we got next? All right. So next, after we have left Germany, let's um, take ourselves to travel. Well, now shores. we're all warmed up. Right. So. But yeah, well, let's uh, let's head to somewhere tropical. If that's your thing at Christmas, I'm a little jealous of those of you who are two out of three of us will be somewhere warm pretty soon. I am not one of them. So you live in Charlotte. True. It's 72 Charlotte. degrees today. Charlotte. It is. It's 72 degrees today. Um, 73, I think we're breaking a record. So 
I personally, I like warm and cozy for Christmas. But if you are dreaming of a white sand Christmas, you could try the tropical snowstorm that you no. can get. Jen just read all the at the Polly at Trader Sam's Grotto. Oh, my teeth are um, falling out. Yeah. So it's bourbon, coconut rum, cream of coconut. What? Um, cinnamon syrup, orgeat syrup, which we've talked about before. And that's almond, right? And yes. And Ew. I don't know how to say this. Fat, fat. Falamum I don't know. I don't alimum know. syrup. Um, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever that is. I like I like the toasted coconut for garnish. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's falernum syrup. It's a Caribbean spice syrup. We've actually talked about this before now that I'm reading it. Um, it's like orgeat syrup, but it's a little bit spicier. It's almond-based, and it has clove and allspice and ginger and lime in it. Is this ringing a bell for anyone? This is a lot of ingredients in one drink. It sort of makes sense for Trader Sam's, right? But they it. don't have cinnamon that you throw into a fire. Which I feel like they could have added. I feel like that is a jab at my May expense. Maybe they do. <laughs> I mean, you could throw it in the fire or you could just blow at it. Either way, it's fine. Maybe this is maybe the the shtick with this drink was inspired by the by the blow. <laughs> the infamous, the infamous cinnamon blow. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if this one's for me. And I have to be honest, we'll post a picture of it because we'll do a corresponding blog article and maybe we'll post a picture of this one on the Facebook group. It's not really pretty. <laughs> well, it couldn't. I mean, basically, you're going to get like an orangey drink. With no, basically, you have it. orange, coconut, bourbon, and cinnamon, peppermint. That's like the peppermint's what throws me <laughs> over the edge. Like five different ingredients that just don't go together. I did love Trader to, Sam's. I'm a huge fan. Did we get some peppermint candy cane garnish? Did I read that part? Yeah, like, no, that I don't is... know if you read it. Guys, I, lo I love Trader Sam's too, and I will take coconut rum, and I love it. I don't know about this drink. And if anyone's had it, I would love to hear what you Please thought. let us know. I mean, I can handle peppermint and coconut together. That's probably refreshing. But then throw... Cinnamon? I don't know. And almond? And it's the almond, man. I'm like, bull. And it's a lot of almond because you have it from that falernum thing and you have it from the orgette. <laughs> I am always looking for a new drink. Um so I think I need to try it, but it sounds like an awful lot of coconut. I think you have to really like coconut. And rum. You don't like rum. I don't like rum. It's the rum and the uh, bourbon. There's rum a lot and going bourbon? On. Yeah, there's a lot going on. All right. If anyone's going to be at the poly in the net, I need you, Lori, you need to go and I know. I was out. just trying to figure it out. I'm, You're I'm taking one leave, for the team. I need to leave the kids home with Nana and Grandpa. And try and get over to over there. Mommy needs, mommy needs to go drink. <laughs> mommy Day needs to go try the sound. tropical snowstorm. All right. So if the tropical snowstorm is not for you, head out to Disneyland Hotel out in California to Trader Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar um, for Sam's Sleigh Ride. And I love the I just love the name of this drink. It's S L A Y <laughs> Ride, I guess, because 
It's a doozy. So this one is uh, whiskey. It's just not bourbon though. It's honey whiskey. Um, and then orange flavored liqueur. So I guess that would be um, like I was saying earlier, orange Coruscant or or Grand Marnier or whatever, pick yeah. your poison. Ginger liqueur, um, lemon juice, pineapple juice. Oh, pineapple, orange, guava Pog. juice mix. Yeah. Pog. Pog juice, right? As we all know, Pog juice, which we know and love. Here's your cinnamon syrup, Lori, um, and cherries and mint for garnish. This sounds good. This one, at least all the ingredients look good together. I, I'm I'm not like, where did that one come from? Did you? And there's no in? rum in it. No. Hmm. The cinnamon syrup always gets me, but all of those drinks at Trader Sam's have an element of cinnamon and I like Trader Sam's. So I guess, I guess we, yeah, we could do this. If I'm making it at home though, I might skip that one. Maybe. I think Trader Sam's does a really good job with their cinnamon of really only putting in like a super tiny hint so that it, nothing tastes like Goldschlager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing tastes like college. Our favorite. <laughs> no, this so, one looks good. I don't know. Do you, what do you guys think? What, what would be your top on this list? If you could try on like top list? three. I would, mm. I want to try the Napa roast more. I, I want, I want that. I definitely am going for those three. The first three we talked about. I'm thinking the mule. The mule looks the good. Mule. Yeah. The mule looks good. The winter wonderland at Morimoto looks delicious as well. Yeah, that one's not for me, but I'll do the mule or the poinsettia one sounds really good too with the sparkling. I might do that for, that's a good New Year's Eve drink. I could pull that one off. I think I need to try to find all the ingredients for the Napa Rose s'more. I mean, there's a lot going on in there, but there I think that sounds like something I need to try. Right? I don't need that drink, but I do need that, that uh, cherry. Right. The vodka soaked cherry. No, bourbon soaked cherry. I know. Cherry. I might switch it to bourbon. All right. I'm going to have to make decisions. I'll post it's a picture. grand experiment. You could get two. We'll put Lori's picture. One. We'll put Lori's picture next to my picture of, uh, and we'll, it'll be like, you know, the fail. What, what is it? Oh, like nailed <laughs> Pinterest, it. Nailed Pinterest it. fail. <laughs> no, I, gotta, I have to soak them tonight. So I have to make the decision on vodka or bourbon and do I a little, do a science experiment it's for science you have I to do have two jars of cherries so maybe i'll do one vodka and one one bourbon pick your poison there you go right so i i'm having a really hard time getting um certain kinds of bottles of of different liqueurs and liquors for the holidays this year there's just like very little bourbon on the shelves and stuff i mean i am picky and i want what i want but I'm curious because I really, really, really do want to try this um, this one that's got the liqueur 43, but I don't know where I'm going to find that. I'd say I'm pretty sure if you Google substitutes for liqueur 43, you might find it. I that's bet true. if you just go to your favorite liquor store and ask the guy, Either that they're all very smart in there. Either that or he's going to look at you and be like, what? You're making up numbers. No, I bet he knows. And I bet he knows Juliana, too. I also so. want to know why it's 43 and not 42 versus 44. Oh, let's Google it. Well, let's <laughs> find out. I I'm do. sure that our listeners want to know, too. Have Does it have something Google? to do with the proof? Oh, maybe it is the proof. That would probably make the most sense. 
Sorry, the dogs were quiet. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, hold. It's also, oh, no. It's also known as Cuarenta y Tres, 43 in Spanish. The name comes from the 43 herbs and botanicals used to make it. Oh, I like that. See? My wow. dumb questions do pay off. No dumb questions. No dumb questions. I'm sorry, guys. Hang on. I'm muting. I'm muting. I'm muting. I'm muting. I'm muting. There are no dumb questions at all. Only dumb answers. Well, on that note. <laughs> here's something that is not dumb at all. And please listen to us on this one. What's the mouse tip today? Uh, the mouse tip is that if you are hosting your own festive holiday gathering, but you don't want to bartend all night, consider turning one of these drinks that we just highlighted into a big batch signature cocktail for your party. You could fill one of those coffee urns. With the glue wine or Sam's sleigh ride would look gorgeous in a punch bowl. But whatever you do, please do it responsibly. Don't overserve grandma. No. That's what we're saying. Grandma gets one drink, maybe two. More than that, just trust us on this one. This is what I'm saying. Don't overserve grandma. <laughs> She'll stumble out into the snow and get run over by a reindeer. Exactly. Right? I like this episode. <laughs> Well, then on that note, she can't. She's laughing too hard. Thanks for spending another episode with us. Tell us what your favorite Disney-inspired holiday beverages are. And for the latest news out of Disney, don't forget to visit our blog at Mouskamoms with an S blog.com. And please join our Facebook group, Mouskamoms Podcast. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Soon. Why? Because we like you. And